Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back and Forth. I'm your host, Gecko Man, and sitting beside me is our co-host, Rogue Gambit, the man who longed for a time when a girl he knew with an incredible smile and so much good in her heart made him think life can be great. You see, I've come to believe that things have to get really, really bad before they can get good. All right, with those... Uh, <laughs> I made it through. <laughs> tear-jerking uh, lines. Let's get into this. We're going to be talking about the greatest Spider-Man comic. In my opinion. It's the greatest uh, comic of all time. The gr- I'll just say it too. Even though it's been like the first Spider-Man comic I've read in a long time, it's so far been the most tear-jerking comic I've ever read. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. So yeah, this is going to be our uh, spoiler-free um, review of Spider-Man Blue. Yep, by uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. It came out two thousand two originally, and it's just a six-issue short story. I, I want to start by saying what makes it one of the things that makes it so great in my eyes is the fact that. It is a really good introduction to Spider-Man because it kind of goes over a lot of his early years, pretty quickly brushes over it. Yeah. It talks about concepts and stories that most anybody who's going to get into Spider-Man comics probably already knows, you know, Mm -hmm. we probably already know who Peter Parker is, so they don't necessarily need his, you know, story of how he became Spider-Man. They probably already know who MJ is, so they probably don't need to... Have this big backstory of who MJ is. They probably don't need to have a big backstory of who Gwen Stacy is, Harry Osborn, Norman Osborn. So, like, the main characters give enough of a backstory to draw you into the character, but they don't, you know, bore you with all this extra stuff. But at the same time, somebody who, like, so that's kind of like who you were, right? Yeah. Somebody like me who had read tons of Spider-Man comics before it just makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. Because you're so invested in the character. Yeah, and know that also there will be some tears shed over this, but we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Um, So yeah, what were your first thoughts? I'll give you my first thoughts when reading the very first issue here. Um, When I first read it, I was a little confused Mm -hmm. because I had no idea. Like I thought it was a great start. I Mm -hmm. loved the beginning of that. Um, but I was confused. I had no idea what we were doing exactly. I didn't know, like, clearly someone's talking. I didn't know exactly who it was, Yeah. but then I kind of got the idea of who it was further down, but, um, I didn't know exactly what was going on. I didn't know if like, this was supposed to be a story between Spider-Man and a certain very specific villain or something, but it's not what we got, but it was like, it was good. It was a good introductory to the story. In the first book, you know, it's, it, it shows, so I'll talk about a lot of stuff in the first book, just because, like, it's not really, you know, giving anything away. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's um, a lot of, and if you've read any Spider-Man comics, you know that a lot of his comics are, like, or all his comics are narrated by himself. Yeah. So, like, me going into it, I knew right away that it was Spider-Man talking, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, that, um, if you read any comic, Spider-Man comic, it most likely opens with him talking to, to you as the reader, to um, you know himself, whoever it is, and uh, him, his his um, internal thoughts, and so yeah, you know it's Spider Man talking. <laughs> yeah, we we know it's Spider Man talking. We know he's talking 
Did, does he mention yeah. who he's talking no, to? He says a, it, it, it gives the implication like someone who who has read Spider-Man comics knows that he's talking to Gwen Stacy. Um, but he don't think he says Gwen until the end of the first book. Oh, or the start okay. of the second. One of the two. Yeah, but, I had no idea if he was supposed to be... Yeah, so yeah, he doesn't actually say he, but he does talk about yeah, like in a very Batman esque way. It could very easily be like a villain, you know, because yeah. like he's talking about like him sending him, you know, something on Valentine's Day, which is very something that would happen. But I mean, it has happened even in a Spider-Man comic. He gets sent stuff on specific days to make him remember certain sad times. But uh, okay. but uh, yeah, that's very yeah. So it could. I guess in my mind, I always knew it was Gwen, so I yeah. kind of assumed. Well, he yeah, said this it. is coming from someone who like rarely read any Spider-Man comics, and so I was when 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 Gwen was mentioned, I, my first thought was the fact that it was actually her father, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then that didn't really make much sense to me. I've never really mm-hmm. known a comic to be like a character who isn't a villain or yeah. a hero be talking about it but it could be it could um be. so then uh, as we go through like an overview of it like you see him fight many different villains right mm-hmm. so so uh, i guess i'll ask you what do you think of that because i want to say how it compared to his original comics so go ahead okay. what do you think well i can't compare it to his original right. comics so what what i thought was one there was just it was pretty good like you know we got these quick fights for ended for the for a story that wasn't really focused on spider-man versus a villain right and so it was quick fights quick easy fights for him he was able to take him out and do his scientific way of taking him out which i thought was pretty not pretty interesting way of like showing everybody hey this is spider-man for you (laughs) yeah so i thought it was pretty pretty good yeah so um yeah, those are, like you said, they're short fights because it is like overview of his original mm-hmm. um, comics. And so each of those fights were multiple issues, if not a whole, like the fight with Vulture is a whole series. Yeah. Uh, the fight with Craven is... Uh, well, yeah, Craven was three issue, I think. Uh, but yeah, it is very much like his early... Um, probably like 60, 63 to 70, probably. Okay. For your 1963 comics, 1970 comics, kind of like an overview of all that time. And so, yeah, each each fight, but they do a really good job of, I, I think at least, they do a good job of writing it in a way that... You understood what you was under, happening. Yeah, you understood what was happening without them having to go into too much detail mm-hmm. about the characters. Oh yeah, because I like when I first when like when he first when the first villain popped up, uh, Green Goblin. Um, that was just a quick overview of it, but like mm-hmm. I knew exactly, I knew like what was happening. Exactly. I knew exactly what was going on for again for someone who hasn't read the original mm-hmm. comics. Like I knew what was happening. I knew what had happened with Spider Man and stuff like that, and it was really interesting. So yeah. And then uh, another thing I really like is how each you can give your thoughts on this. How each book ends with like a mystery mm-hmm. until, of course, the, well, the last bit even kind of does too. But 
So I'll say this. I tried to space out the reading so I could have some time to think about the previous mm-hmm. issue. That was difficult for me. I'm telling you this yeah, right it now. it makes you want to <laughs> Like, I read the first issue and I'm like, I really want to read the next issue. Mm-hmm. But I want to wait. <laughs> Give, take some time to think about it so I can have some thoughts on it. I couldn't wait. I had to break out the second issue. Yeah. It was so difficult. And then that happened again when I read the, um, I think it was the fourth issue where I couldn't wait wait anymore. I was right. like, I just got to so see the figure. And yeah. Like, I have to know who that is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they do a really good job with, like, yeah, it's, I, so I originally read it on digital form and mm-hmm. I first, like I'd heard like, oh, this is like a really good Spider-Man. And I had read probably up to the 80s, somewhere in the 80s with Spider-Man at that point. And I was like, oh, do I jump ahead to something in the 2000s? But like, you know, I I read that it was talking about his earlier stuff. So I'm like, okay, it's not going to spoil anything for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll get the first issue. Just like, see. And like, I read the first issue and immediately bought. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, have, I have to read this. Man, yeah, it just pulls you in so graciously. Mm-hmm. It's good. All right. Um, uh, See, so yeah, I talked about the story as a whole. So, yeah, it's Spider-Man talking to Gwen and to you as a reader as well, going over, you know, goes over villains, goes over fights, mm-hmm. goes over this time period. And then the last issue is just spectacular. Just like there's some twists. There's some... Oh, there... Oh man, there's like, yeah, I'm just like you get to see who Spider-Man is. Yeah, like you've never seen him before. Yeah, like the vulnerability. Yeah, we're we're he's crying. <laughs> I'm not crying, but I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Um, yeah, like you see him in his vulnerable state. You see him. What what, what was he talking to? He was talking in a tape recorder, right? Yeah, yeah. Just see him sitting there with a tape recorder, and mm-hmm. mm. Mm. so uh, and yeah, I think it, on. <laughs> I think it like really portrays why I love Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man is the best. Stop crying okay. and so, save some tears for me. So, is there anything else you want to talk about before we give a full rating of what this is? <laughs> it's starting to hit me. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, let's give a full rating. Out of the amount of Marvel comics, because I've read a, I've read actually quite a bit of X Men comics, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember who else I've read, um, but it was mainly X Men that I've read, and Spider this Spider Man comic, this specific one, one makes me want to read, just start from the beginning mm-hmm. and read them all, and not only that, this one. Just tops possibly every comic I've read. Just it, no. Would you recommend it to people? Oh, yeah. Would you recommend it as like a starting? Would you say you probably I need would, to read other stuff first? I would say, I would say it's a good starting. Mm-hmm. It's a very good starting because you are instantly crying. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So for me, I would definitely recommend it as well. For um, people who's starting in Spider-Man, the only thing I would say is if you're somebody who doesn't want things spoiled at all, like if you're like if you're like me, <laughs> somebody who hates spoilers, hates 
um, just likes to go into things like full with your imagination fully open, mm-hmm. I would say just go ahead and start at the start of Spider-Man. His story is incredible. You can read it incredibly quickly. It just draws you in so well. Yeah. And but you this at the same time it doesn't give away enough for it to be like a terrible place to start. I think it is really good for casual comic readers or avid comic readers and i would give it 10 out of 10 like yeah. it is easily my favorite comic it is for me so far the best comic out there i have never cried so much in a comic yeah all right well i think that does it for our spider-man blue review i know we have a ton to talk about mm-hmm. as we move on to what happened last weekend at san diego comic-con um for i for me like i'm gonna keep it to as little speculation and rumor as possible just to not make this the longest podcast episode of all time and save all that for after after party which might be the longest longest after after party ever Uh, but so yeah i'm gonna try and keep this to just like what was released what we do know and and then of course answer whatever questions gecko may have for me so Mm -hmm. do you want to start with because I literally have Absolutely. no idea what Star Wars yeah, released, so have go ahead. So many things, and it's all it's. So I have just been focusing on Andor because I'm very, very curious of where they're starting and what's going to be happening in the story. So I haven't really been focused on any other Star Wars stuff. Going on from that, Andor. Oh my goodness! So we get a look. So let me go into the trailer a little bit here. First character we see is this man who grabs two hammers and starts banging on this giant bell Okay. in like a rhythmic tone, like as like a ceremony. Mm -hmm. We learn the name, the title that this man plays. He is called the, the time grappler. I have never heard something like that before, but it sounds like the best job in the world. (laughs) um but yeah and it just curious it's just curious for a trailer to start out with something like that and we don't even get any sound all we get is the banging of the bell (laughs) interesting so it's really good like the soundtrack in the trailer is so good um moving on from that uh we actually get a look at some star wars vehicles that have only been shown in video games called an L-A-A-T, a very weirdly shaped ship. It is like a wedge with wings. Okay. And think of it like a gunship. Uh, you know, the Clone Wars gunship, but it's Imperial gunship. And it's very interesting to think about. Like, we're going to be seeing some interesting Star Wars vehicles in this show. But that goes into the fact, why haven't we seen them before? Where, where, where has this stuff been? And all that. Um, I do want to know, let you all know that, first off, we I did get the name of a character and who's playing him. This is Luthen, a rebel commander. He's being played by the guy who played in Thor, like Thor 1, Thor 2, the professor dude. Yep. Yeah. So, kind of interesting that we're going to be seeing him in the show. Eric Selvig. Yeah, Eric Selvig. <laughs> Um, other than that, we do get a look at some Imperials who are wearing white uniforms, so they may be under the control of Director Krennic. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing is 
next thing and last thing I'll I'll point out here is we'll get a look possibly at Coruscant. Not exactly sure. I need to do some more research, but I'm going to say it's Coruscant. No, we do actually get a look at Coruscant, and we get a look at the Senate, at the uh, Senate as well, the Imperial Senate. I've never seen the Imperial Senate, and I really want to see that. So it's going to be interesting we'll to see. And possibly see how Coruscant has changed through the years of the Empire. I'm curious to see that as well. well for sure. That's about it for Andor. Any questions you have? Um, so, sounds like we did, didn't get very much uh, of our main character doing stuff. We do see a bit of Andor. We, get a, we do get these couple of shots of behind people. We get a shot behind like Mon Mothma, get a shot behind an Imperial officer, another shot behind an Imperial officer. Then we get a shot behind a hooded figure in this, in this storm, just walking. That might be Andor. I'm not sure, but we do get two more shots of Andor hiding from Imperials. Okay. So that's about it we get. I'm just curious. I'm curious of like what he's going to be doing. Yeah. I do have theories about it, which I'll get into in our after after. Do we know who the villain most likely is going to be? My my guess is it's going to be the group of white shirt Imperials who are under director Krennic. Okay. Which which would probably explain why we don't see them in the Rogue One movie. Okay. So, who knows? All right. Um, yeah, I think that's probably all the questions I have. Pretty excited. Um, Will there be a Jedi? A month away, right? No. What? Basically a month away. Yeah, August 31st. Two episodes are being released. Okay, okay. So it's apparently become a thing for Star Wars to be releasing two episodes. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else you got? Um, other than that, uh, I did see kind of a snippet of a trailer for Ahsoka, and we saw live-action Sabine. <laughs> I'm so excited to see that. All right. Um, and I do have a theory. Well, actually, we see live-action Sabine. You haven't finished Rebels, which I'm still annoyed about. But we see her starting... Basically, we see her standing where Rebels ended. Mm. So, it's interesting to see. So, you need to finish Rebels before we watch Ahsoka. (laughs) All right. Um, Other than that, yeah, it was just Sabine. Again, the Jedi, the the, uh, droid, again. Mm. All that stuff. Nothing really new. Anything about Tales of the Jedi? Nothing about Tales of the Jedi. I haven't seen anything, really. Okay. It's kind of just the same stuff. Anything about Mandalorian? Uh, nothing new. Like I said, I've been focused on Andor, right. trying to get everything I can about right. it. Haven't been too focused on getting the other shows out. I'm waiting until they officially release a trailer for each of them. All righty. All right, that's about it for Star Wars. All right, <laughs> then we'll get into Marvel, and there is a lot to talk about. And we still have a lot of time, so you have a lot of time to talk about yeah. this stuff. All right, so I'll start with um, the animated stuff that was released on Friday. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we'll start with the thing that's coming out most in the most near future, in the nearest future. <laughs> on August 10th, um, I Am Groot is getting released. That's animated? Yeah, it's going to be animated six, seven episodes. Part of the like Is it part of the MCU? or uh, It's... It, the so the animated universe it's kind of 
It's kind of we don't know how canon it is. Yeah, but we it, know that it's canon to the MCU. But we don't know if it's canon to Earth six sixteen. Okay, okay, and what's happening in this universe? Um, but it seems like it's gonna be uh pretty canon. It's like Baby Groot running around doing stuff. Okay, so um, it I I really it, like the aesthetic of it. Um, it's nothing like Rocket and Groot. <laughs> No, no. Uh, it does seem like it's going to be very humorous and like, uh, uh, directed at like a younger audience. But it also seems like it's like very much knows that it's fun, unlike um certain things that came out recently <laughs> where like they're not sure what they are. So I I, I enjoyed the trailer. I don't think it's going to be like spectacular or anything, but I think it'll really a really fun watch and pretty. I'm a little excited for it, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it just seems like he's running around. No other, adventures. No, no, no other Guardians of the Galaxy with him. It's just yeah, Groot. It's, yeah, we only saw Groot. Okay. Hmm. All right, and then let's see. We should probably go into what if. We'll go into what if because that's the next thing coming out. So what if will be coming out next March-ish. We don't know exactly when. It just said spring so March, April time period probably. And give me a second to find my page in my book. Well, I want to know now. Come on. <laughs> All right. So first off, so this will be season two of What If. Season three is confirmed. Okay. Um, the episodes that we know are going to happen are an episode about Hella. Uh, we're not sure. Uh. What if it's hella like before? If it's like way back when she's with Odin? If it's um, when she's in hell, ruling hell? Um, but if of it's course, after... this, this is going to be in another universe, right? Right. So these are all going to be, be in it. But yeah, this is yeah. going to be a universe with hella. It could even be hella is Thor type of thing, yeah. You know? I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do. Um, then there's going to be Odin versus the Mandarin. So that's going to be pretty cool. I want to see that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounds so such an epic fight right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have Captain Carter, Carter meets the Winter Soldier. Um, there's also some rumors that there's going to be an episode where Captain Carter fights the Hydra Stomper. We don't know. I don't know if that's the same episode or if they're different episodes. Um. So, Man. so we know from the first season that, you know, Peggy Carter becomes Captain America. Cap, uh, Steve Rogers be- gets the Hydra Stomper, right? Yeah. And so I think there's going to be some sort of world where, uh, maybe either Winter Soldier's good and the Hydra Stomper is actually working for Hydra, and they have to fight Steve. Um, or that's what my guess is something along those lines oh my goodness that's terrifying um and then there's a tony stark on sakar so there's some images released for that it looked like tony stark was on sakar and uh had to basically build a armor out of all the trash on the planet so it looks kind of interesting uh but we don't know too much about that one any more on like maybe zombies or we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm sorry. I'm just curious. <laughs> so now the final one that we know about and the one that I want to talk about the most, because this is one of my favorite comic runs 
is we're going to go into the 1602 universe. I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> um, it's it's on Earth 318. Okay. And it's this universe that's modern heroes that are in the years of like, well, it started in 1602. That's why it's called 1602. The comic run is called 1602. There's one with Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America. There's a bunch of them, but it's basically set in the past in this other world that's like almost like stuck in the past. And it like brings a lot of like mythical, you know, like Merlin and all that like into it where like okay it's it's real what i like about it is it really like plays on like you're you thinking these people are good but they're in a different universe like they're not exactly who you think they are Mm -hmm. so like you're like oh wait is this person evil and then it like twists like oh they're actually good they were just having to do this (laughs) so i really like the comics um i like the aesthetic of the comics i really like the drawing style it has this like um uh, this like eerie green tone to the comics and if they like really bring that to life easily gonna be my favorite episode like they don't even have to like tell a story again. like if it wow. looks as good as the comics look i'm gonna love it and so i'm very very excited for that one i hope it sounded like they might do a couple in that world um based on it it was like the last one that they mentioned and like uh it's yeah and then it seems like yeah. people like from it are gonna have to like come together again oh, okay so, that's what we know about that. All right. Um, anything else on on uh, what if? So then we're gonna get a we, what we know is Marvel Zombies is gonna get its own show. Oh, okay, okay, off of okay. What if. Uh, but it's like the same. I can't even say universe. It's like different. They're all different universes. But like <laughs> it is like the Marvel Zombies universe. Okay, okay. But it um, might not be the exact same apparently all right interesting it's not, gonna, it's not gonna be a continuation like it could be before after it could be very very different but it is supposed to be very similar okay okay well that's good to know i guess that's probably very confusing. Um, before you move on moving off of what if here real fast i want to talk if i could talk real fast i for- completely forgot about this can't believe I did. Go ahead. But it's Star Wars Visions. We all know right. that, that Star Wars Visions is getting a season two. I don't know if I ever told what they plan to do for season two. So apparently, Star Wars is reaching out to new new uh, creators in different countries. Not just anime, Japanese uh-huh. style. They're reaching out to like studios across the world just okay. to see about making some stuff like this so i'm really excited to see some of the stories that are right, created right. through this um we may get i do know that a comic was made off of a lot of the star wars stuff that was in the first season but yeah just wanted i completely forgot about that and i've known this for like i don't know maybe four weeks now <laughs> so kind of crazy so moving on what else about marvel <laughs> All right, so we know all, they've released a lot about um, Marvel Zombies. It's supposed to come out, I think, winter. Like it's supposed to be like one of the first things released in twenty twenty four. Oh, uh, yeah. So we know quite a bit. Um, we know that here's who are confirmed to be zombies from our he- heroes in Earth six sixteen, or characters. I guess they're not all heroes. 
So there's Hawkeye, Captain America, no. Abomination, Ghost, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye, and Icarus. That's a freaking powerful team. Yeah. <laughs> we have Icarus, who's a, a Eternal, Captain America, of course, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Ghost is Abomination, all so, so powerful. Like, And then we got, of course, Hawkeye and Okoye, who are the hand-to-hand combatants. Yeah, well, they're not important <laughs> i'm sorry um but like do we know of any of the survivors so, yeah there's the survivors that we know about i'm so scared to hear this because we just already met the most powerful team <laughs> so yelena belova oh that's dead <laughs> i'm just gonna mark them all katie <laughs> from shang chi dead <laughs> shang chi uh, he, might be, able to he might be able to kate bishop Oh, that's a toughie because uh, trained by Hawkeye. I'm gonna say dead. <laughs> Red Guardian. Oh, oh, I don't know much about him. I don't know. Yeah, so it's uh, the, the father of uh, Yelena. And yeah. What's her face? <laughs> yeah, Natasha. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about. So like, yeah, he's you know has similar powers to Captain America, so should be pretty. Deadly match there, but yeah, there's abominations. So. Uh, Jimmy Will. I'm sorry, who? Jimmy Wu. He's, Is it, he's, he's the, the FBI agent guy. <laughs> I'm super excited to see him in animation, animated uh, depiction of him. But yeah, he, he's, not bringing, he's not bringing too much. Dead. Death dealer. Not the death keeper. I know that's what you're thinking. <laughs> death dealer is... Uh, I don't know much about them, but they're a uh, anti-hero in the comics. That's all I really know. And they're dead. They're pretty magically powerful. Oh, okay, maybe not. And maybe, Kamala Khan. So our hero <laughs> team's looking a bit raggedy, <laughs> but those are just what are confirmed. There could be so in the what if episode, right? We had Spider Man, mm-hmm. Spider Man, Wasp, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Hulk. So uh, there's others that we don't know if they're gonna be in there, but um, we even had a Koye. Yeah. So that's interesting to think about. Black Panther. Oh, no. Black Panther was a zombie. No, Black Panther was alive. His leg was gone. Oh, that's right. It was fed to Wanda. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The. This might be a what? I'm not sure. I wasn't sure. Because, so, like, I wasn't able to, of course, watch the panel. I was having to watch tweets going out. Yeah. Um, And so they were like. Some of them were out of order, so I couldn't tell if this one was about what if or the Marvel Zombies, but what they said was the Avengers team is going to be Captain Carter, Black Widow, Iron Man, Thor, Hawkeye, and Wasp. So I think since Wa- uh, Hawkeye is in both the Zombies and the Avengers team, I'm guessing this is for what if, not no. for the Marvel Zombies. So it's like what the final team's going to be that like comes together for whatever mm. threat they have to face at the end. Um, yeah. So, that's what we got for What If and Marvel Zombies. Um, I feel like there was... Some, oh, I'm just pointing this out right we now. Got, we got looks at like what some of them were going to look like and stuff. Ooh. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, all, it all looked, you know, very similar. Uh, to What If? Animation style, yeah. Um, yeah. So, our hero team is dead. <laughs> See, the Marvel Zombies... Oh. That's what I need to say about Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombies is going to be rated TVMA. 
So it's going to be the first R-rated thing announced that Disney Plus is making. And I'm kind of excited to see his R-rated Marvel show. Here's the thing about this. It's Disney and... But it is still like... like an R rating has to carry something, right? They're not just going to give R rating to what normal people would give, like PG thirteen. So, to in my opinion, maybe they will, but like, it's I'd probably be Disneyified in a bit way, but it ha- it, it, it's it might be Disneyified by the animation if they right. So, all right, what's next? Okay, <laughs> we have. I think we've had enough of zombies and the weak team. <laughs> That's going to be fighting against them. So we'll go to. Oh, yeah, I was actually supposed to do this before Marvel Zombies, but that's okay, because it's it's more important. Oh, I'm X-Men sorry. X-Men 97. Oh, I'm so excited. This is this. coming out next fall, fall of 2023. Man, I really need to catch up on the Marvel, on the X-Men show then. Um, you got a year to do it. Mm. So, first thing, they're reordering the episodes on Disney Plus to put them in the chronological order. Um, a- any news which, on when that might happen? Or? I think feel like they said oh i should have written that down i think it's supposed to be right around disney uh, uh d23 so like because september if i may say i feel like i saw an article saying that x-men had been had already been done oh okay so, maybe that's already been done I, I i just know in the tweet it was said something around d23 so i thought that's they were about the same thing but maybe not okay um we could double check that we know the original cast and voices are coming back for the most part so that's really exciting oh wow the theme they said of the whole show is going to be why do we need the x-men really now this leads me to something that just got announced today that is very interesting for what's going on with the X-Men in our live action universe. And I think why they decided to make this show. So when they got the rights to the X-Men, they actually only got the rights to the versions of the X-Men that were already in movies. That's why they can release a Deadpool because that's already been made. That's why they could have professor Xavier as played by the guy who plays him. I blank on his name in Right until 2025, and that's when they can do whatever the, they want. So I think because they because of that, they're allowed to do this X Men '97 show since it's all and it's animated, so it's very different. And so I think they're doing this to like introduce us to the X Men without, uh, you know, with with to, especially to like newer fans, yeah, you know, that might not have watched this or even some of the old x-men films it's like introduce us to the x-men in the way that they're allowed to that's probably also why they made one of the reasons they made kamala khan an x-men and so that they could start bringing these x-men in i i wouldn't be surprised if they did that with namor's make him an x uh, mutant since he is a mutant in the comics you yeah say yeah. that because he's not in any of those old movies so they're allowed to use him right now okay that's interesting right so I just found that out today, and I was like, mind blown. This is why they're doing the X-Men 97, which I'm totally for. I love X-Men 90, the 90 <laughs> show, and I'm super excited. But anyways, back to <laughs> And yeah, because they said the theme was why we need the X-Men, it almost like reinforces that. Like They're actually saying, like this is why. Um, yeah, I'm so excited for X-Men. So we got a ton of looks at how they're all, each person's going to look, how the teams are going to look. 
how the villains are going to look. Any looks on how the animation's going to be? Yeah. Uh, it's very similar, of course. Uh, it's beautiful. The colors are just so vibrant. Ooh. Just pop. The, the, um, looks of each character very similar, but they, you know, they're, they're different. They're slightly different. So here, I'll, I'll start giving you the heroes and the villains here. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> we get some new ones that weren't in the originals and we got some changes. So, Wait, what? So, uh, well, I guess I have from the original, the show, so. we got Rogue, Beast, Gambit, Gray, Wolverine. Sorry, I, I wanted that to sink in that we're getting Rogue and Gambit there. Gene, uh, Wolverine, Storm, Cyclops, Jubilee, Cable. So that, or like, so that team was like the original, right? That was yeah. the original team that we had. Um, the other Cable side yet? characters that showed up that are coming back are Cable, Bishop, Forge, and Morph. Morph. New characters that are set are uh, coming that we know of are Nightcrawler, who was not in the original, really, and Sunspot, who's not in the original. There's rumors that I won't really get into, but Iceman is a rumor, Kitty Pride's a rumor. Mm. So there are other ones that we don't know about yet that are you know pretty big members of the team. Um, now here's a big one, Magneto is the leader of the X-Men. I'm sorry, what? Hold on, I'm, I'm just on the first season. Right. Don't... <laughs> so, like, at, by the end, like, he's not the leader, but it, it doesn't really give away what happens, but as you know, like, Charles, Xavier, and Magneto right now aren't with the X-Men, right? Did you finish the show? I know, I'm saying, no, like, in the first season, right? They're off in the Savage Lands. What? <laughs> in the, that's, like, the first, third episode. Uh, are they? I feel like they haven't gone anywhere yet. Charles Xavier is still with the X Men right here. Okay, maybe you're not as far along as I thought. But, um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, by the end, this isn't really giving anything away. But at the end of the show, uh, Charles Xavier is in space. He's not dead or anything. He's just in space doing stuff. I won't tell you what's going on, but. So that's space. why Magneto will start this as the leader of the X-Men. Okay, well, I need to watch it. I need to finish you the show. You need to finish it. Um, the villains that we know about are Sebastian Shaw, Emma Frost, Calypso, Val Cooper, and Mr. Sinister. So okay. I don't know what... I know you probably met, um, I met Val, Magneto. Coop, Val Cooper and Calypso. So you, you've met the... Uh, what are they called? The people that live in the sewers. Um, oh yes, yes, so, yes, yes. I just so actually Calypso's that's the last the episode. leader, the leader with the eye patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's Calypso. Um, Val Cooper. I don't remember when you meet her, but you meet her. Emma Frost. You know who she is, right? I know who Emma Frost is. I just haven't so seen her. Yeah, she's not in as far as I I, I can recall. I she it's been I a while met since her I've yet, watched so. all of it, but I don't think she's in um, any of the show. But and then Mister Sinister is like the main villain of the show. I don't know when you meet him. So you I, haven't met, have I haven't met him yet. I've only been, I, I just, like I said, I just finished the episode where we met the, uh, uh, clip zone down in the yeah. sewers. So uh, why, why can't I think of the war Morlocks, the Morlocks. That's what they're called. Oh, the Morlocks. So yeah. Um, so yeah, super, super excited. Magneto looks very interesting. They're going with this, uh, look of his, I'm trying to remember what comic it's from, but it's very different from his normal look. Really? Um, and I'm, I'm okay with it. 
it's kind of weird because like everybody has such bright colors, like I said, and then he's in this like really dark color <laughs> with a giant white M on his chest, and it's like, Magneto, okay. what have you done? <laughs> uh, so yeah, All I'm right. definitely interested. Also, with bringing in an animated X Men, they have a lot of things that they can toy around with in stories. I wouldn't be surprised if they toyed around with like introducing uh quicksilver and scarlet witch as his children or whatever to mm. see like how people took that you know if they're like wait that's not how it is in the movies and you know because i think in the movies they could even say still say that we don't know exactly where they came from and as you'll learn later when i talk about guardians of the galaxy volume three a certain character is coming which has a lot to do with scarlet witch and quicksilver so why would you do this we'll talk about that later all right so that's what I've got for X Men ninety. Oh no, that's not all I got. And a season two is confirmed for X Men ninety seven. Really already? Yeah, it hasn't even been released. This is amazing. <laughs> and they release so much stuff. Like I said, this is going to be a lot. All right, moving Anything on. Anything else? Yeah, any questions you got about that? I'll, I'll. You'll probably have questions once you yeah, watch yeah. more of the show, which you need to watch. No, I know. I need to watch it. How, l- listen, at some point. We should just talk about X Men when X Men ninety seven come out or, or close or, to it. once or once you finish it, we'll just like have a little uh, sit down, little chat, yeah, for, little for chat. you guys to listen to, yeah, a little chat right. about us. So we'll get to what I'm the most excited about, but is the furthest away. It, it's coming out, I believe, summer or fall of twenty twenty four, and this is Spider Man freshman year. Oh yes. All right. uh, Really fast question here. You'll probably answer this. You probably have answers, but confirmation on it's confirmed to be in the MCU. So this, like I said, the where it's really confusing about where the animation lines up with live action. Okay. Originally, I and like on the the stream I was watching, they even like looked back at the Marvel tweets to because they're like when this. Because when we're seeing all these photos of what it's going to look like, they're like this doesn't this is impossible to be in the MCU. Like mm-hmm. This can't be canon with Earth 616. But when we looked at the original tweets, or they looked at the original tweets, they said it was going to be canon. But then we look at the tweets now, and they're not acting like it's going to be canon. So I don't know if it's... But they also did have tweets saying that it's supposed to be depicting Tom Holland's Spider-Man before Homecoming. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know about any of this, where it exactly falls. Hopefully, that will be cleared up at D23. Yeah. Because we're probably going to get some more announcements, maybe even a trailer for some of these. I was, I'm guessing we'll get a trailer for uh, uh, What If Season 2. And since that's the same as Marvel Zombies in a lot of the ways, they're going to be doing them together, in, it seems. Same studios and everything. We might get a trailer for that, and then I will probably go in for 97, and hopefully that'll clear some stuff up. Okay, okay. But right now, yeah, I don't know, and, like, <laughs> nobody does. It's kind of, it was, it's very, very annoying. What we do have confirmed, well, let's see, where should we start? We'll start with the villains and get to the more exciting stuff later. Okay. But the villains that we know are going to be in it are Unicorn, Scorpion, Speed Demon, <laughs> I'm sorry, just Unicorn? Tarant- Tarantula, Rhino, and Doc Ock. Um, so yeah, a lot of the well known, well known, but also some less well known. So, unicorn is like this lady who has a unicorn. No, she <laughs> has a she, unicorn in the comics. She has like a, <laughs> a headdress that has like a unicorn. <laughs> I 
and she has like she's like super strong and has a pet unicorn. Yeah, and her the way she looked like she didn't have actually a horn coming out of her head, which was nice. But yeah, she just looked like a really muscular woman. I don't know exactly how they're going to depict her, but she's just like oh, very one-off villain in the comics. I don't know very much about her. Um, real fast though, if this is MCU connected, six sixteen. Then Doc Ock. Some crazy stuff is going on. Yeah. Doc Ock. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like things like Doc Ock showing up would be because in No Way Home, he doesn't know who Doc Ock is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what makes me think it can't be in the same. And something else I'm going to get to later, which you're going to be insanely excited about. So, <laughs> so well, wait, I want to go into how they look. So, Unicorn, yes. Speed Demon. Looks like they're gonna be. It's um, gonna be slightly different from the comics, where it's this guy with mechanical legs that make him run really fast. Okay, and Speed Demon is. I, d- I don't know very much of Speed. I Demon. don't either. Really? I I don't think I've read a single comic with him in it. I just recognized him when I saw the lineup. I was like, oh, that's Speed Demon. So okay. I don't actually. I probably have read a comic with him, but I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Um, Tarantula. Are the, are I the, don't know anything about. Do you know either. if these are going to be like big villains, possibly, maybe just? We'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> so tarantula, don't know much about. Um, I know that they're supposed to have like some Spider-Man type, spider type powers, but I'm not sure exactly. You do what. know that in the old Spider-Man TV show, the '90s yeah. TV show, there was a character yeah. who that was tarantula. No. No. Oh. But I think they were based off of Tarantula. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly which one came first. Okay. I know they're supposed to be similar. Okay. Okay. Maybe they're going to, you know. And then, of course, Scorpion, Rhino, and Doc Ock, we all know about. What I want to say is they look incredible. Doc Ock looks like he was literally taken out of the comics. The colors. No way. Rhino looks really good. Does Rhino look like he's been. Yeah. Like, Rhino's undergone a lot of changes throughout the comics. He definitely looks like an earlier. A lot of it looked like early, early. Um, Would you say Spider-Man these comics. three characters look like all of them look like they've been taken out of the comic? Um, even Scorpion? Doc Ock, definitely the most. Rhino did as well. He wasn't. They didn't try to make him like the like uh, you know how in um, Amazing Spider-Man how he looks like super like cut like fit muscular. Oh right? yeah, yeah. In the comics, he's this chubby, really <laughs> big chubby guy, and they definitely like he looks a lot like the original chubbier version rather than this like <laughs> ripped dude. Um, and then Scorpion looked very much like how the comics. Okay, okay. Um, and then Harry Osborn's confirmed. Norman Osborn's confirmed. That brings more questions in. No, that's what I'm saying. Just give me a sec. Amadeus Choi is confirmed, which people are probably like, who the heck are you talking about? Amadeus Choi is... is hold on, I want to take a guess who, who this is. I think I know who this is. She... No, he he oh, okay then i may be oh, i know who you were thinking no no it's not the police person. oh yeah i thought it was that's, gonna be uh, oh my gosh i'm not gonna remember her name but no that's not who it is it, amadeus Choi is a student who uh is friends with spider-man who is experimenting with gamma stuff to, to help hulk and ends up turning himself into a version of hulk as well oh okay okay i don't remember what his Hulk. I think it's just Hulk. Amadeus Choi Hulk. I don't remember. Um, it's still so many questions. Bentley Whitman. Don't really know much about him. Daredevil. Charlie Cox is voicing Daredevil. Oh. 
<laughs> now, getting into how uh, Spider-Man looks. First of all, Peter Parker looks amazing. Like he's out of the, the the face, the glasses, all of it looks so so good. The costumes, he so there's like could be four. They showed four costumes that he'll be wearing. All of them straight out of the comics, except his like like low tech one that I was going to start with. Never have seen anything like it, but it is incredible. Does he it literally look like- has like his web shooters. I'm going to try and get photos of everything I can up on the video on YouTube with this. But he literally has like his web shooters that have um, uh, hoses going to a canister of web fluid on his back. I'm what? Yeah, it looks. So, so good. Like, it literally I, looks like something hobbled together by a teenager, and oh my goodness. I'm I really so, so want to see this. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to see that, but I'm also excited to see, like, him, like, progressing. Progress, the progression, yeah. So, now, here comes the kicker. There is a, they released a couple of stills from it, and they, some of them got leaked, some got released. But one of the ones that was released at Comic-Con was a picture of Norman Osborn in his living room talking to Aunt May that was literally a shot straight out of Civil War when Tony Stark does that. So my thoughts are it's not canon, and this is a world where Norman Osborn takes on a role very similar. Okay, I don't want to get into rumors too much, but very similarly to Tony Stark. And so all of his tech he's getting for his suit is from Norman Osborn, but then he's going to have to end up fighting Norman Osborn at the end. Oh my. I know, right? What's that? Well, I'm just... Now, there's a ton of rumors with this that we'll get into later. I am befuzzled. That is what we know right now. Those are who we know is going to be in it. I, okay, well, I'll try to add pictures so you guys can see what everything's going to look like. And oh, yeah, awesome. looks amazing. I am... I, I might be more excited for this than any other Marvel thing coming out, Thanks. except for maybe X Men '97. But oh my god! <laughs> and we have we haven't even got to live action. And sorry, this is going to be so long. But I told I warned you. All right. Anything else you want to ask me about? Oh, and confirmed sophomore year is coming. You, no questions. All I right. just want to keep it like. All right, so moving on to live action things. So this will come out Saturday. That's stinking time. <laughs> First thing coming out that we know about is She-Hulk. We got another trailer for it, and we've since San Diego Comic Con, we've got another one. Um, but this is what's confirmed that we know. <laughs> Any uh, villain? So we know Abomination's going to be in it. We already knew that, though, from the first trailer, but we saw more of him. We know that she's going to be resent. Ooh. that Jessica Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, is going to be, rep- be representing Abomination in a trial, Neil Blonsky. We know that she's going to be representing a lot of heroes. We know Wong is going to be in, in involved in a lot, and the newest trailer confirmed that he's going to be in it a lot. Really? We know that um, Titania is going to be one of the villains. We got to look at the Wrecking Crew, finally. Like I said, I kind of annoyed that they're not going to have them be like the main villains because they're in really well done villains in the comics and the other TV shows but that's okay we know that's going to be nine episodes um, we know that of course Bruce Banner is going to be in it as Hulk <laughs> I 
Don't know what that says. Can't read my own writing. <laughs> and, but the trailer that was released at Comic-Con ends with a look at Charlie Cox's Daredevil in his yellow and red suit. No way. So he's in the suit that he originally had in the comics. It's, of course, a rendition of it that looks very similar to his red suit from the TV show, Daredevil. But we get our first look at what he's going to look like, and he looks fantastic. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> so, yeah, that we. if you have any questions, I mean, I've seen all the trailers. Um, I'm just more excited for Daredevil yeah, more than anything. Yeah, like, for me, where I'm at, like, excitement level, I'm ex- very excited for Daredevil. I don't think I'm going to really... It's like, they literally uh, said, like... So she breaks the fourth wall, like I've said before, and then the trailer she does a couple times. In the latest trailer, she literally says, "This is a this basically says that this TV show is going to be like a a law uh, law and order, a courtroom um, drama mixed with superheroes." And like, I'm not a big fan of courtroom dramas, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, joy. I di- and I didn't really like the way that they used her fourth wall breaking in the trailer so far. So I don't know if I'm going to like that either. That could just be like get really old really quick for me. But okay, I definitely am excited for Daredevil and other rumors that we'll get into. Um, but yeah, moving on. All right, so we're gonna go to Wakanda Forever. So that's the next thing. Trailer released finally. Yeah, we got oh, our finally. first trailer. Um, <laughs> so excited for Namor. <laughs> we got yeah, we got our first look at Namor. We got wait, first, we did. Yeah, we got a lot of looks at Namor. Wait. Really, I you was gotta, expecting. Yeah, I'm expect. I was kind of expecting to see you to say that we barely saw. And like Namor. he was up on the stage, like the actor was. So we got to see almost all the actors were there. The actors playing Riri Williams, Shuri, Okoye, Umbaku. They all were there. Most of them were in the trailer. Um, and he. So, how does he look? I'm just curious. He looks. Does I he mean, look good? Does he look? He looks. I'm not talking about the actor. <laughs> he looks unique, very different. I do. I like it personally. I like his look. I like that they took a lot of the aspects from the comics and put had them there, but they also gave it a little spin since we know that they're changing his his um, backstory a little bit from being in the in like um, you know the whatever the Pacific East Pacific or whatever to being um, near Central America mm-hmm. um, and being more of like Aztec origin. So they, since they're changing that, you know, he, they had to change a lot of his look to look more like that, uh, which I, I was fine with. I think it looks good. Uh, I really like the way they, it was a good trailer in my opinion, a good first trailer. I hope that they don't reveal too much in future trailers. Because it definitely, well, first of all, it was very sad. Like, they definitely were, like, playing upon, like, the death of T'Challa in the MCU. And just, like, the impact it's had. I've had enough tears for today. Right. Uh, so, for me, I, I really enjoyed Black Panther and really enjoyed Chadwick Boseman portraying him. I wasn't a huge fan of the movie Black Panther, mainly because of the third act. But... I like the they played it so well. I'm excited to see where they go. Yeah, hopefully. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, got any questions? Cause, um, I mean, confirm villain, probably not. So that's where, like, what I've said before, there's a ton of room. We'll talk about that in rumors. Yeah. Um, I mean, we do see that Namor in Atlantis will be fighting Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So we know that's happening. Who's going to be the actual villain? We don't necessarily know yet. Okay. Okay. Well, that's about it. Oh, we I'd... do get to see Riri Williams in Ironheart. We don't get to see her in her armor, but we do get to see a very like similar uh, parallel of like when Iron Man's making his Mark One of him like you know with the hammer banging on the thing. Really, there's a very similar like her doing that, um, which is kind of cool. We also get to see her in Wakanda, so that's kind of interesting. Mm. See her like talking to Shuri. Um, so is it going to be like a Wakandan-based armor, you think? No. Oh, well, I do think it'll have vibranium components for okay, sure. Okay, okay. I think vibranium is going to have a big part to do with it, but we'll talk about that in rumors. All right, all right. All right. Moving on. I know what you're all thinking. Wait, Rogan, you didn't say anything about how it ended, but that's because I don't want to spoil it for a little guy over there. I'm not little. <laughs> I want to spoil that for Gecko Man. I know he doesn't. He's not watching the trailer. So yes, we did see that. I saw it. I didn't miss it, but I don't want to say. I'm gonna try so hard to stay away from anything. Hold um, on forever. All right. So moving on to the next thing coming out, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Nothing. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of which, coming out even before that, Werewolf by Night. Nothing. What? Nothing about Werewolf by Night. Nothing by the holidays about the holiday special. I'm guessing those will be coming at Disney Plus Day at D23. But I'm like, oh, I want to see something about that. Yeah, I want to see something about Werewolf by Night. Come on. So nothing about that. But then we get into next year. And oh, speaking of which, Wakanda Forever is ending Phase Four. So Phase Four is goes from. I saw Phase 4 already ended. Yeah, it was supposedly supposed to end at Thor Love and Thunder, but She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever are going to be the end of it. Okay. And so then starting the first movie is going to be Quantum Mania, Ant-Man Wasp Quantum Mania. Now, the trailer for that was not released to the general public, but it was played at San Diego Comic-Con. Really? Yeah. So I have tried to see as much of it as I can that was leaked. I have tried to watch as many... People like wrote their synopsis of it, and that was allowed to be released and stuff. So I have some information, but not a ton of information on it. What do you know? So here's what we do know: Modok confirmed. Modok. Modok. Kang confirmed. Bill Murray will be playing a villain. We don't know what villain yet. Um, there's a couple based on what he looked like apparently in the trailer there's some rumors I can't remember the name I had never heard of the character but he's some like quantum based villain um, so those are like our three villains that are confirmed really confirmed that a ton of it is taking place in the quantum realm mm-hmm. like this is very much so quantum mania like it's not we're on earth we travel to quantum realm for the last act or whatever it sounds like a lot of it's going to be in the quantum realm it better be if that's what I'm understanding correctly. Um, and then the other big uh, release thing is Cassie, his daughter, is being recast. Catherine Newton is playing her. Um, I don't, The only thing I think I've ever seen her in is Pikachu, Detective Pikachu. 
She plays in that. She plays the main girl. Yeah. So I think that's the only thing I've seen her in. I mean, she did fine in that. I don't, I don't have any problems with it really. Like the fact that, you know, she's grown, she grew up right. There's this five year gap. Yeah. I think the person that played her in Endgame was fine, but I don't think it's like I needed her back or anything. Um, so I don't really care about that, but the thing they released a, uh, poster and in the poster she is wearing a suit like the wasp very similar so not sure exactly what they're doing with her i know in the comics i haven't read any ant-man comics but what i do know for the comics is she does have a suit like him she has a lot more like the growing to gigantic size. i can't remember what she's called like stinger or dagger or something stagger i think literally i think it's like staggers something like that but anyway she like can grow like ant-man and i think she has similar wasp powers too where she can shoot little beams and stuff but okay so that's interesting um so what we what the what i have been leaked about the trailer that won't give anything away too big is uh there's like it's seems like at the start they're going to be uh having Dinner with um, Hank Pym and his wife. And then Cassie's going to get sucked into the quantum realm. And then they're going to have to like, go find her. Okay. Um, there's a lot of voices, voice of like King talking oh, and like, exciting. and uh, so like throughout the whole trailer, apparently, there's a lot of him just like talking. And so that's kind of cool because he's like talking to Scott Lang basically. And then we don't know if this is a scene where they're going to talk or if it's just like, if, he, or, the if conqueror. He's, or he's more of an area. And he does say he's King the Conqueror at one point. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited. He's, for Cause King. like Scott Lang says something like I'm an Avenger. And he's like, well, I'm a conqueror or something like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I want to see it so bad. So yeah. Uh, I wish I had a time machine. (laughs) I think that's all I've got for that. Um, Like I said, stuff about that is still getting leaked. The trailer, I don't know if they're going to save the trailer all the way. So basically why they said they're not releasing the trailer to the general public right now. They like have it, but it's not the see the visual effects aren't fully done yet. So like the people watch are like, yeah, it's probably good that they didn't release it to the general public. Yeah. But it could be coming pretty soon. I'm guessing they won't do it till D23, but it could come early. I want to be surprised if it came earlier than that, just okay, because okay. they have released it and like so much stuff's been leaked about it. With that, in the past when that's happened, they have just got ahead of it and released it. So that's what I know about that. Yeah, if you guys have tons and tons of rumors about that too, we'll be talking about in the after after party. But we need to move on. Yeah, we need to get out of here. <laughs> so next movie coming out is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Once again, trailer released that we couldn't see. So this is once again going to be rumors or like things that were leaked that I tried to see as much as I could. First thing I want to say is on stage was James Gunn, director, and the ca- a ton of the cast, including a new cast member that we did not know was going to be in this, that we'll get into in a second. But... James Gunn, one of the first things he said was, some stories end, but that doesn't mean everyone's going to die. So. I've had enough years for today. On top of that, the cast, when talking, 
was very, very emotional. Like Chris Kratt, I listened to what he had to say. It got leaked, and he was super emotional about it. I like it's been rumored that Drax is going to die for a long time, and I, <laughs> I think it's going to be some stories are going to end. I think some are going to continue. I think we're going to get a new Guardians of the Galaxy team come. I don't think we're going to get another any more Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but we got a Nova rumor. We have stuff where I think the cosmic entities are going to team up. I do think they'll have leaders like Peter Quill. I think will survive. Gamora, I think will survive. But well, yeah, because Gamora isn't Gamora. This right. is a different Gamora. So, so we'll get into that a little bit. You think so? Maybe. Gamora's in it. She at the start of the movie, oh, in the start of the trailer, was revealed as the leader of the Ravagers. She has like climbed up the ranks really quick and taken over as leader of the Ravagers, which makes sense, right? She's a very powerful woman, yeah. And the version of her is a lot more ruthless, mm-hmm. and so that makes sense that so she would quickly climb the ranks um, and take over. Uh Adam Warlock was there, the actor that's playing him. He he's confirmed 100%. Cosmo shows up. No way. He's being voiced though by Maria Baklava. So that's interesting. I've never seen her in anything, but it is weird that Cosmo's being voiced by a woman. I like I don't care. They he's a pretty easy character to have be whatever gender they want because he's a dog yeah in the comics he is a male but yeah so they are changing that i don't have a problem i don't know anything about her i don't think i've ever seen her in anything and so yeah yeah we don't we get a look at cosmo in our previous guardians of the galaxy maybe oh yeah there's a shot of him in um uh, the collectors yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So that does make sense that he would escape when Thanos kind of wrecked it. Yeah. And so excited for Cosmo. <laughs> the most exciting part is we've got our villain, the High Evolutionary. I'm sorry, the the High Evolutionary? Being played by, you're going to try not to butcher this name, which I will butcher. Chakwadi Waji. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. I don't either. Um, the High Evolutionary. I I know very little about him, but I do know he's like a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So here's. Uh, so the high evolutionary, he is first of all in the comics. He is the one. So in the comics, he experiments on animals to try and make them more humanoid. Yeah. He's basically banished for that. Goes to this other place, calls it like Earth Two. I don't remember. He like recreates Earth on this other place where he can do his experiments. He's the one though that experiments on Wanda and Pietro. That's not just getting on their their powers. So that's where he tie, that's what I was saying ties into them. We don't know what they're doing with that. If they'll touch on that at all though. But what also he's the one who creates Rocket Raccoon. Now there's a rumor or there's confirmed baby Rocket Raccoon's going to be in it. So I think that this story is going to be telling Rocket Raccoon's story. How he, you know, he's talked about being experimented on, how he didn't ask to be the way he is, all that. They're going to go into his story, and that's how they're going to get with the High Evolutionary. I think Rocket will probably end up having to sacrifice himself at the end 
That's who I think is going to die. But those are all rumors. We don't need to talk about that. But what is confirmed? High evolutionary. Baby rock raccoon. Let's move on. <laughs> we also confirmed Groot is in it. We didn't, haven't talked about him. Drax is in it. Um, Mantis. Mantis. Uh, Nebula. Groot. They said there, there was a part where he's more mature, filled out, bigger, all that. So okay. we'll see an even older version of Groot. Um, blah, 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 blah. There are some other people. Um, the the guy that the Ravager that has the fin now, whatever his name is, shows up. Oh, a lot of the other Ravagers show up. So yeah, a lot of people coming back. Uh, some new people. I am actually very excited for this movie. I think telling I've loved Rocket so far. He's been one of my favorite character, just like character arcs. I don't love him as a character. He's kind of an arrogant jerk. Yeah. But his character arc has been spectacular. I've loved seeing him grow, exploring him. I think it's going to be a really, is really good idea. Moving. Oh, Adam Warlock. He apparently has the spot in his head for the soul stone. So we know the soul stone was destroyed. So yeah. it's not going to be... We don't know if it's going to be in his head. We don't know what they're going to do with that. But the spot is in his forehead for the soul stone, like he has in the comics. Don't know what to do with that information, but that's all we know. Do you think the Infinity Stones could return? I don't know. I l- have no idea. Due to this entity creating stuff, experimenting? So, that... <laughs> all right, moving on. Is what... Th- so, that was all that was released... Now the only other stuff that was released was what is coming. So I'm just going to quickly overview everything else that was said. Yeah. All right. So after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is coming out May 5th of 2023, Echo will be coming out in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know that, of course, Daredevil will be in that, but that's about all we know besides it being about Echo. Loki Season 2 will also be coming in summer of 2023. I thought we were going to get some first looks and stuff at that that I would be able to find leaks on. I haven't been able to. I've heard rumors. I'll keep digging. <laughs> um, the Marvels coming out July 28th, 2023. Nothing on that. Like, I don't even think they had the actors there for it. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. Uh, Ironheart is coming up next fall. We'll talk about that more in After After Party. Blade confirmed for November 2023. Agatha Coven of Chaos is coming winter of 2023 slash 2024. So I don't know if it's going to be right around christmas time into the next year or if it's going to come out in two sections i don't know but they said winter 2023 slash 2024 daredevil born again that's what i write daredevil is coming spring 2024 captain america new world order it's coming may 3rd 2024 thunderbolts movie coming july 26th 2024 and that's going to be all of Phase 5, except is it? We'll be talking about that in After After Party. Now, that's um, Phase 5 that <laughs> will then lead into Phase 6. I can't see. <laughs> what is and wrap up the next Infinity Avengers Saga, which is going to be called Avengers Multiverse Saga. And that's going to go into and all we got for Phase 6 is Fantastic Four coming November 2024. And then we've got the two Avengers movie that are going to be called Avengers King Dynasty coming July 2025. And 
ending with Avengers Secret Wars coming November 2025. Oh my goodness. Now there's some more TV shows, of course, that you're like, hey, why didn't you mention that? We will be mentioning those. I guess I can say that Secret Invasion will be coming spring of 2023 that we didn't get to mention. And yeah, a lot of the other stuff I will be mentioning after After Party because it's technically not confirmed and is rumor. Um, Secret Invasion, I guess I should mention about Secret Invasion. It's supposed to be a thriller. There was more on it. I'm trying to find as much as I can. Stuff was leaked about it. But yeah, everybody said it's supposed to be this like mystery sprite thriller. You're never not going to know who's a Kree, who's a scroll, and who's a human or something like that. Like supposed to be super mystery thriller twists and turns. So that's interesting. <laughs> but all right, I'm going to keep digging, trying to find as much as I can for you guys and uh, catch all my rumors in the after after party. Uh, what's, what's coming, coming out for <laughs> for back and forth? So, of course, tomorrow we have uh, Thursday. We have that Friday. We have um, a stream coming. Oh, continuous. Yes. Thursday stream. We're coming. <laughs> uh, we're coming for uh, going for continuing the story of Five Nights at Freddy's security breach. So stay tuned for that next t- uh, tomorrow at six. Um, it's going to be probably just another hour long stream, but other than that, um, Friday, we're getting the after after party going to be a long one, very yep. long one. Um, I have a lot to talk about. I know rogue gamut over here has a lot to talk about. Um, other than that, what are we doing next week? So for? next week, we're going to stay on our Spider-Man train and we are going to give you a review of what I think is the greatest comic video game. Spider-Man for the PS4. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about that because it is coming to PC for yes. all the for all you PC gamers out there. And I cannot <laughs> wait. Well, we mentioned that last week, and I am so excited to play this again. Yeah, it's a great game. More so about that later. We will see you all next week. <laughs> Don't put yourselves inside a box.